Welcome back to In the Huddle. I'm Gavin. I'm Malin. Let's get into it. And today we got special guest, Sydney. To get things started with our NFL Sunday picks, we're starting off with the first game, Texans at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by 17 and a half. Mally, who you got? Uh, I have Cowboys in this game. It's just, there's just no doubt. I mean, the Texans are just a terrible team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really bad this season. One in ten and one. And their top two receivers, Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks, are out. This is going to be a great game to watch if you're a Cowboys fan like mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But this is this is just gonna be a. I've, I feel like it's gonna be a twenty-eight to nothing blowout. Twenty-eight to nothing? Yeah. I'm gonna say. Well, actually. I'll give the Texans a field goal. 28-3. I'm going to say 30-9. That's good. Sydney, what's your score? Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. 21-0. Nothing. 21-0? Nothing? All right. Heading on to the next game, we got Jets at Bills. Bills favored by 10. I'm going with the upset here. I'm taking the Jets. Really? Why? Uh, I think Mike White's been doing really good. I mean, the Jets beat the Bills last time with Zach Wilson at quarterback. I think Mike White is much better. So I think, and they're, they are playing at Bills, and Bills are obviously one of the best teams, but I think the Bills aren't going to be fully ready for the Jets and Mike White because yeah. last time they played the Jets, it was Zach Wilson. So I think Jets take this one. I think the Jets are though. very under, uh, underrated. Underrated. Yeah, they are. So I'm going to say Jets 26-24. That's good. I'm, I'm going to go with Bills winning this. Mm-hmm. I just think that they have a better overall team. Um, I think it's going to be 14 to 28. Sydney? Uh, I'm also going to be with the Bills. It's going to be like 21 to 14. It's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I still think Jets take the upset. Headed on to the next game, we got Browns at Bengals. Bengals, favored by four. The over-under is 47. I'm going to go Bengals. Um, I'm also going to go with the Bengals because the Browns quarterback situation is kind of yeah. iffy there. Deshaun Watson's been, like, he did not look good last week. He did not look great at all. I mean, like, obviously he had to dust the cobwebs off, so it's not completely his fault. But I, I don't think it's all going to come back to him in one week. And the Bengals are coming off, like, some really good wins. So I'm going to go Bengals. I'm going to say 30, 30 to 17. All right, that's, that's good. I'll, I'll agree with you on that on that score prediction. Hmm. Uh, I, I kind of know nothing about football, but I'm gonna go with the upset. Upset. Mm-hmm. Um, Browns are all right, but I don't know about the Bengals. Just like I don't know. Um, so I'm gonna go Browns. Uh, seventeen three. All right. Seventeen to three. Um. Yeah. Next game we have the Eagles and the Giants. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going with the upset here. Really? Even though the Giants came off a tie, I think I think the Eagles they should. I mean, it's it's also a division game, mm-hmm. so Giants are gonna try a lot harder than other teams yeah. playing. Yeah, I mean, Philly's favored by something. They are at Giants. I think Saquon should have a pretty good game, but like looking at Giants' last, their last five games, they have three ties, a win. And a tie. Or three losses, a tie, and a win. Yeah. And their only wins against Houston, which isn't that impressive. It is not that impressive. And the Eagles have but, four wins and one loss. Well, they did tie with the Commanders, which the Commanders did beat, beat the Eagles. That That's true. So, But I also think Eagles getting that first loss is pretty big for them. This way, like, they can learn from that. Yeah. And I, I, I think they're going to win. I think the Giants are going to win 21-17. 
21-17. I'll say Eagles are going to win 30-24. to Alright. Sydney, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say the Giants are going to win 28-21. to 21. 21. Alright. Um, next up we have the Vikings versus the Lions. Mm-hmm. Detroit is actually favored here by two and a half. Really? The over-under is 51, so it's supposed to be a high-scoring game. I actually think it's going to be the opposite of that. I think it's going to be kind of low-scoring. Um, I think the Lions' defense has been improving. It has. Like, that was their biggest thing. They were, like, scoring in, like, the first couple weeks. They were number one in points scored, but also number one in points allowed. Like, they've given up the most points. But their defense has improved. I think Vikings win this one. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, looking at the records. They have a horrific game against the Jaguars last week. The Lions? Oh, yeah. They crushed the Jaguars last yeah. week. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, Lions are hot right now, but I think Vikings still take this one. I'm going to say 24 to 20. I also have it a low, a low scoring game, and it's going to be close, I think. I still have Vikings winning this just because... They're better, and the Lions do have a losing record, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go 17-14. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be tough for the Lions to stop Justin Jefferson. It will be. Yeah, I agree. Vikings, I definitely think are gonna win this, but I think it's gonna be more of an upset than you guys think. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be more like 28-17. 17. All right. Uh, next game we got Mallys Titans. It's gonna be Jaguars at Titans. Titans favored by three and a half. I got Titans winning this one. Me too. I mean, the Jaguars are just coming off the one I, of their worst games. One of their worst games. And it was surprising too because they had just beaten the Ravens in an upset. Yeah. And then you go to play the Lions, which are pretty bad this season, and then you get blown out like that. Yeah. I mean, like, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, they lost the Lions forty to fourteen. Yeah. This is just. That's tough. And, I mean, Titans are coming off two losses as well, but they're acceptable losses to the Eagles and Bengals. It is. So, I think Titans are still going to take this one. Me too. I'm going to say 27 to 17. Um, I agree with that, but I'm going to go 28 21. 27-1. All right. Sydney? Yeah, I also agree. Titans are taking it. Um, I think it's going to be more of a low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like 8 to 3. 8 to 3? Alright. Next, we're going to go with the last day, 1 o'clock game, which is the Ravens and the Steelers. Yeah, and Lamar is out this week, which he should be for the uh, next couple weeks. So it's going to be interesting. Kenny Pickett against um, Huntley for the Ravens, their backup. So Steelers are favored by two here. I think Steelers, because they have one of the best defenses. They, they really do. Hunt, Huntley's going to have a tough time. He is, especially with that coming off that loss yesterday. Last week. Yeah. Well, they beat the Broncos last week. Right. But barely. Barely. So, I think... I mean, they did not play well, and Broncos are one of the worst teams. Yeah. So, I don't think Huntley is the best. So the, And Steelers have one of the best defenses. They really do. So, I'm going to go... Steelers winning this. 24-17. to 17. I think it's going to be a lot more low scoring. I'm going to say 17 to 10 Steelers. And um, hot take, I think Mika Fitzpatrick is going to have two interceptions today. Yeah, yeah, that's reasonable. I mean, I agree with Brighton. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think it's going to be the Ravens' favor. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. 17-10. 17-10. Um, next, we're going to move on to the Chiefs versus the Broncos. 
This game is going to be ugly to watch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're a Chiefs fan, it's going to be good. Broncos are one of the worst teams. Pro probably the worst team in the NFL this year. Russell Wilson well, has... Well, the Texans are close to the Broncos. That's true, but I think the Texans would be the Broncos. Yeah, for sure. If, they're, well, if both teams are fully healthy. Broncos are just not great this season. I mean, they have the better record, but than the Texans. But I still think the Broncos are probably the worst. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a field day. I mean, him to Travis Kelsey is just going to be them two all day, all day, all day. It's going to be a blowout. A blowout, for sure. Yeah, Russ, Russ has not lived up to the hype when he was first coming to Denver. Some of a really big blowout here. I'm going to say 40? 40 to 13. Um, that's, that's good. I'm going to go... 36 to 14. 14. I mean, I agree. Chiefs are going to win, but I don't think it's going to be that much of a blowout. I agree. Um, but, like, maybe more like 28 nothing. 28 nothing, yeah. I mean, Broncos offense is not good, and Chiefs defense is good enough to right. stop them. Uh, headed on to the next game, we got Buccaneers, 49ers. Uh, 49ers are by 3.5, and they have... Brock Purdy starting because of Jimmy Garoppolo off season and Trey Lance. So yeah, I think Brock Purdy did look good last week against the Dolphins. He really did. That was a great surprise. Yeah, it was a really good surprise. He played very well, actually, which, I mean, was surprising. And Jimmy G's out for a while, so he really got to step up. I think 49ers will take this one. I think the offensive weapons are just... I mean, you got Godwin and Mike Evans that are having good seasons. Fournette's been like iffy because of injuries. But when you look at that 49ers offensive side of the ball, I mean, you got Debo Samuel, Brennan Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. It's it's just insane. I think, it's yeah, just... I, I think those guys are good enough to support Brock Purdy and are good enough to get the win. Because Tampa Bay's not been that great. And yeah. it's at 49ers, which doesn't help. Uh, what do you think your score prediction will be? My score, I think it's going to be kind of, I think it's going to be low scoring because I mean, Brock Purdy did look decent last week, but he's still not, he's still not crazy, and 49ers D is crazy, uh, and I don't think Tom Brady's going to have that good of a day, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say 12, 12 to 24, 49ers. 49ers are that team that probably might make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the they NFC. definitely got a good chance. It's either them or the, or the Eagles, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm going to go with... 28 to 13. 28 to 13? Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the same thing. 28 13 is, I think those are good numbers for 49ers. Oh, yeah. Um, next up, we have the Panthers versus Seahawks here. Mm -hmm. This is, I think, I think the Seahawks are gonna finish the job against I, I, the Panthers. Yeah, they're favored by four, so. Geno Smith is looking like a, a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, it's like. The, like where his career started, he wasn't looking great, but like he, he's looked very good this year. He stepped his game up for sure. Oh yeah, and he got his receiving core, which obviously backs him up a ton with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna go 17 to 14. I think it's gonna be a little bit more of a, a, a low-scoring game, but still a good game. I think the Seahawks are gonna beat them a little more than just by three. I'm gonna say, I mean, DK Metcalf's like really good. I mean, he played so well against Ramsey. He really did. So I'm gonna say Seahawks 27 to 17. Yeah, I agree, Seahawks, but 
I think it's like 32 to 17. 32 to 17, so Seahawks with a big win. I, I could definitely see that happening. Next, I, in my opinion, this is probably the game of the week. Dolphins versus Chargers. Yeah, this is this is a great game. For sure. I mean, Dolphins are favored by three and a half. And this is tough. This is for sure tough. Because I mean, these teams have great offensive weapons here. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Dolphins side of the ball, they have a great receiving core in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And then you look at the Chargers side, and they have uh, potentially top three running back in the entire league in Austin Eckler, who's yeah. probably the best receiving back in the NFL. He's had an amazing year. I think they need to get him more involved. We, just, we said this last week, too. They're just not really getting Austin Eckler more involved as he should be. This is going to be an exciting game to watch, for sure, though. Oh, yeah. I think Dolphins are definitely coming off a disappointing loss against Brock Purdy and the for 49ers. Sure. Which, but I think I think some people, like, go down when they lose. I think Dolphins are, like, more motivated now. Like, to lose to a backup quarterback is, like, to the point where they started that game so good. I mean, first place scrimmage was a 75-yard touchdown. So, I think coming off of that, I think they're, like, pretty hyped. Not, like, in a good way, but, like, frustrated but motivated. Yeah. So, I think Dolphins get this one done. This is the Sunday night football game. I'm going to say Dolphins get it done really close. I'm going to say 28 to 27. One point game. That is a great score prediction, but I'm going to go 31 to 28. 31-28? I agree, Dolphins. I don't know if the Chargers can beat them because... Like you said, Dolphins are probably pumped up from that loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be a close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 17 to 10. 17 to 10? Alright, so then yeah. heading into the Monday night game tomorrow, we got um, Cardinals against the Patriots. Patriots are favored by one and a half here. Um, I think it's going to be more of a distant game because the Cardinals are not having a great season. They're really not. They're just, this is just bad. And then the Patriots have a great defense. They do. They're, they're looking really good, but I'm kind of kind of worried about this play calling situation that, that they've had lately. Yes, with Mac Jones. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think it's going to be, it's going to be close. The Cardinals are at home, but when it comes down to it, both offenses are having a lot of trouble this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, on the one side of the ball, Mac Jones is just not agreeing with the play calls. With him and the staff, there's having a lot of disagreements lately. For sure. But then it's the same thing on the other side too. Kyler Murray hasn't been having the best season. He's being frustrated at the play calls and everything. I mean, and then you got D Hop and James Conner, which are two playmakers. But then you have Stevenson on the Patriots. And they're coming off a bye, which is mm-hmm. so all in all, I think it they're pretty close teams. But then when it, but when you look at the defense, Patriots defense has just been really good. So this is probably going to be a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Cardinals defense isn't bad, but Patriots defense is like really good this season. Mm-mm. They did tough against the Bills when they played them. But overall, I think Patriots take the W. I'm gonna say a little bit of a low scoring because the over under is 43 and a half. I'm gonna go a little low scoring game. I'm gonna say 23 to 17. That's a good score prediction. I'm going to go 17 to 24 Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good score. I'm going to have to disagree with both of you again. Like you said, Cardinals with um, D-Hop, mm-hmm. I think they're just going to have some good plays and mm-hmm. win the game with that. So I think, again, yeah, it'll be a low-scoring game. 
but in the Cardinals' favor, like, uh, 17 to 9, 17 9, I like that. But I just want to talk about the Thursday night football game with Baker Mayfield mm -hmm. coming in with the comeback win. That was crazy. That was amazing. A 98-yard drive to win the game. I believe it was like a 20-something yard touchdown to Van Jefferson to win it. That was amazing. I mean, that was amazing. Baker got picked up by the Rams. He was with that organization for like less than 48 hours. Yeah. And then he comes, he didn't start the game, but comes in and just, I mean, he had a tough start, but he, then he, he, he really won that game. He did. This is, Rams are going to be looking really good next season, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Matt Stafford, I mean, there's all this, there's all this like debate about him possibly retiring. I think it, I think it could happen. It, it most likely could. So I think this is a good move picking up Baker Mayfield for the future if he does retire. Maybe um, that's pretty big for them if he does retire. Yeah. But he is getting older. But yeah, this was a crazy win for the Rams. I mean, no one thought they could do it. On who Prime knows? Time. Who knows what the Rams are gonna look like when Cooper Cup returns? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when Cooper Cup returns, like it'll be interesting to see Baker Mayfield to Cooper Cup. I mean. They, that I think no one expected them to win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Rams defense definitely toughened up in the second half to stop the Raiders from scoring too much. I mean, Baker Mayfield's stats weren't that bad. He had zero interceptions. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good for hmm? for being with the team for less than forty eight hours. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, he barely really talked to the receivers that much. I mean, tried to get to know them as well as he could before. I heard game the broadcaster saying that he was still introducing himself in the huddle. Mm -hmm. that, that's just hilarious. yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, his stats were he had two hundred and thirty yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and he was twenty two for thirty five. Like that's not awful. Yeah, considering how short he's been there. For sure. So that was definitely a good, really good win for not just the Rams, but Baker Mayfield. Definitely boosted his confidence. Yeah. Sent out a message to the whole league. Next, we're going to talk about some people that you can pick up on your fantasy teams with the teams on bye this week. We have the Colts, the Saints, the Falcons, the Bears, the Commanders, and Packers. We've got a bunch of teams on bye this yeah. week. A lot of teams on bye. Starting off with the quarterback position. I mean, there's definitely some quarterbacks that you'd have on those teams, like Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that, Justin Fields. So, starting off with the quarterback, I'll start off with Mike White on the Jets. He's only owned in 17.7% of leagues. But, I mean, he looked good against the Vikings last week. He really did, but he is playing Buffalo. He's playing Buffalo D, which is tough, so maybe not the best, like, your number one ad, but, like, if he's available and you really need a quarterback last minute because of bye or even injury, I think Mike White would be someone good to add. Because, I mean, the people around him are pretty good, like his playmakers. So, overall, I'd say that's a pretty pretty good ad. Um, next for quarterback, I'm going to say Mac Jones. He's only rostered in 8.6 in leagues, but I think he's going to do a little some, somewhat better than what he did last week. Mm -hmm. Just because, I, just, I, I don't know, I just feel like he's going to do better this week. I agree. He has some good playmakers around him, and the Cardinals don't have a great defense. So I think the play call, the whole play calling situation is tough, is. but Cardinals don't have a great D on like Buffalo did when they played them. So I think overall, I'd agree with that, and I'd say Mac Jones would be a good add for sure. Uh, for your third quarterback, this is kind of a hot take. You might not want to fully trust me here, but I'm gonna say Brock Purdy. I think he's only Ross owned in 7.1% of leagues, but I mean. The playmakers around him are just like really good. I mean, you got Christian For McCaffrey, sure. 
Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayu, George Kittle. Those are some great receivers. Yeah, and you got Christian McCaffrey at running back, and George Kittle at tight end. So I think the people around him are, I think, all he really has to do is put the ball in the hands of his playmakers, and they're going to make big plays, touchdowns, which adds to his stats. For sure. So for the third quarterback, I'd say that's a pretty good add. Yeah. Next uh, up, I say we go to running back. Uh, first, starting off with Zonovan Knight on the Jets. He's owned in 55.3% of leagues, so it's a 50-50 chance that he's in one of your leagues on waivers. I think a lot of people might have picked him up by now, but if no one has any stolen waivers in your league, I'd pick him up immediately. He did really good last week. I believe he put up like 16 or 18 last week. He, he, he looks good. I mean, he's kind of possibly taking over that RB1 spot in New York. And uh, he's, he's looked good. For sure. Um, next up, this you might not agree with, but I'm going to go with Chubba Hubbard. He's only project rostered in 18.5% of leagues. He's only projected uh, 6.8, but it just depends who gets a touchdown here. I feel like he'll get the touchdown this week, and he'll get a, he'll put in the double digits. I agree with that. Yeah, if there's an injury, I think he'd be a good flex spot, possible RB2 for this week. For sure. I'd agree with that. And uh, third, I'm going to go with Jarek McKinnon on the Chiefs. I think he's kind of developed. I mean, Pacheco's been good. I think McKinnon, McKinnon's good, though. Yeah. He's shown he some elite speed, some elite power, some elite moves in the past couple weeks, getting a lot of touches for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is still out. But, yeah, I think he'd actually be a pretty good ad. He's rostered in 46.2% of leagues, so there's a decent chance that you'll have him. And overall, I think I think he's a good ad. For sure, for sure. If it's a uh, last minute, he should be hopefully on your waivers. So next up, we're gonna move to the wide receivers. Um, a receiver I think would be a pretty good ad would be Jameson Williams. I mean, he's a rookie. He's been injured for like the whole season. Yeah. He's only owned in 32.3 percent of leagues. I think it's a risk, but I think I think it'd be pretty good. I mean, besides Amon Ross, St. Brown, the Lions don't really have any great receivers. Yeah. And I think they're going to try to get him involved early. Yeah. Since he's such a playmaker, rookie out of Alabama. So, yeah, I would definitely consider picking him up. Um, next, we're going to go Julio Jones. He's only rostered in 23.3% of leagues. Um, he's only projected 7.5 this week, but I feel like he's going to have few big plays against San Francisco. Yeah. They don't have the best quarterbacks in safety, so yeah, I, I mean, think he's going to be involved a little more. Yeah, I mean, Fortnite's defense, their strengths after their D-line. I mean, they got, they got a decent secondary. I think a lot of the attention is going to be on Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, though. Yeah. So I think they're such big playmakers. That a lot of attention is going to be on them, which might create some opportunities for Julio Jones to get open and make some big plays. Yeah. Um, Sydney, who do you have as a wide receiver for this week? For my pickup? Yeah. I think that Michael Gallup would be good. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. He rostered 58.6%, so there's a chance. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys should have a field day against yeah. the Texans this week. We don't sure. have a good defense. And I think C. Lane is definitely that wide receiver number one. But Michael Gallup's, he's been good lately. He had two touchdowns against he the Colts. I definitely think that he's a potential add. I think that was a good point to bring up. 
Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to do good this week. For sure. Because I think the Cowboys are going to put up big numbers this week in the passing and running game. So I think Michael Gallup would be definitely someone good to pick up. For sure. Um, next, we're going to move on to tight ends. Um, this is pretty much our last position for mm -hmm. picking players up. Um, I'm going to go with Noah Fan on this one. Mm -hmm. He's only rostered in 41.5% of leagues. He, I, I feel like he's been looking really good so far this season. Oh, yeah. With Geno Smith. I think it's kind of hit or miss. kind of is. But last week he put up 14.5. I think I think he's good because I think they try to get Noah Fan involved because he's young. He's good. So I think they try to get him involved more and more. So I would definitely consider that as a pickup. Yeah, sure. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is Greg Dulwich on the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos, they're not good. Their offense is not good. But this guy, he's been kind of standing out. He really has. I mean, he's owned in 60% of league, so it's... Yeah, even I have him on my bench. Mm -hmm. So right. I think it's close, but if you do need a last-minute tight end, he's been good. I think Russell Wilson has shown he likes to throw to him. And Cortland Sutton's out this week. And Jared Judy's at number one receiver. But then they're out. They're second, they're two receiver. So I think he could get more involved this week. He probably will. Oh, yeah. He's, he's looked pretty good, though. He really has. Uh, for the last one, I'm going to go to Evan Ingram on Jacksonville. He's owned in 49.6% of leagues. Yeah. But I believe he had a touchdown last week. I'm not completely sure. But they're trying to get him more involved. And he's targeted a lot on third down and in the red zone. So I definitely think that would be a good pickup. For sure. I agree with that. And um, that will pretty much wrap up our fantasy suggestions ads for this week. Hopefully that helped you guys and can improve your lineups as this is the last week of regular season going into the playoffs next week. So hopefully this helps you out and helps you get to the playoffs. It's been real. I'm Gavin. I'm Sydney. I'm Mally. It's in the huddle. See you next time.